ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Language warning. This podcast contains strong language. Hello and welcome to Silver Bullet. My name's Lewis Hobber. My name's Michael Hing. And this is a podcast in search of a miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for the one thing that can fix us all. Uh, we've had enough of wasting our time with diet, exercise, therapy, like all of the things that take time and effort. Mm. We're looking for one quick thing, <laughs> a powder, an oil, an elixir, an injection. What can fix us all as quickly as possible? We are so, so broken, Lewis, and we need so many remedies. And today we are joined by, I'm told, quite a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're Michael Hing and you live your world in comedy basements mm-hmm. and um, video game land cafes, <laughs> video game land cafes, if you've never seen the outside world or never heard of sport, mm. then um, yes, maybe you wouldn't understand what a big deal this is, but we are thrilled to be joined uh, by... A legend, current legend of AFL, uh, the captain of the Collingwood Football Club, Darcy Moore. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, uh, thanks for having me, guys. That was a great intro, and I got to admit, Hing, sometimes I wish I lived in your world. As well. <laughs> well, it is intense. I mean, <laughs> AFL is obviously the biggest sport in Australia. Yes, or uh, one of the biggest. Uh, yeah, it's up the there. Biggest. People, people, what? When you play at the MCG, the Correct. Coliseum, yeah. as Thank you call you. it sometimes. Yeah. It's like 100,000, 100,000 people come yeah. watch it, right? 100, 100,000. 100, okay, not 150. That's and Collingwood is, I've done some Wikipediaing on this. Nice. Yeah. The Collingwood Football Club go. is the biggest of the football clubs, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like uh, membership wise. Yeah, absolutely. So you're basically the king of the kings. You know? <laughs> and not only that, Michael, but um, in the year that we happen to have Darcy Moore on, uh-huh. yeah. Collingwood, having a blinder of a second. Oh, you're crushing it. Mm, yeah. Sitting on top of the ladder. So, oh, very good. Yeah, Congratulations. Well. And I think at one point, Earlier this season, we got a bit of a presentation from some of the commercial people at the club, and they said at one point we were the we had the third highest um, average attendance of any sporting team in the world this season. Far out in the last three or four months. Take so that, Real Madrid! <laughs> yeah, grow up. Um, it is amazing, and it is. Uh, we won't get into football chat because while you are an incredible footballer, that's not why you're here. No, but just for context for you, Michael. Yes. Um, this is a big get for this us. Is a bit, well, you know, uh, Collingwood, it's been a, you know, I would say tumultuous few years at mm-hmm. the club. Mm-hmm. And Darcy as a captain mm-hmm. has been, and I'm sorry to say it's in front of you, uh, a very positive, very unifying force right, in okay. the sport. It's been a beautiful thing to watch. Mm-hmm. And as someone who, as a uh, Geelong you're, football, you're a, as a Geelong fan, Geelong you know, it, is, it is in me to to not enjoy the football club, to not like <laughs> Are the you, football you, Your club. natural enemy is, is Collingwood. Well, everyone's natural everyone's, enemy is, unfortunately. Oh, okay. <laughs> but unfortunately, the man joining us now is annoyingly very likable. <laughs> and, uh, and the entire Collingwood Football Club this year is very likable. <laughs> For the first time in, in living memory for me. <laughs> um, so it's a challenging time to be well, uh, an AFL fan. For ABC Balance, I met Eddie Maguire at the um, Logies, <laughs> and he um, blanked me. Anyway. Well, well, he doesn't. He wouldn't know no, who you true. were. Why no, would he, you? I, well, he had to sit at our table for a bit, uh, and he actually took my chair at the Logies for a bit. <laughs> Um, okay, good balance. Yeah, so that's good balance. He, um, yeah, yeah, I said yeah. hello, and he goes eh, like that, and it was yeah. fine. He was busy. Sure. Anyway, anyway, that's the end of the football chat. End of the that's football just context for for why you're here. But the reason we wanted to get you on isn't just for all, all of that stuff. It's also because as a professional athlete, I imagine you are well into the oh. wacky health trends and uh, wellness. I don't know shakedowns. Oh yes, the gimmick is very strong when you're an elite <laughs> athlete. I've been doing it for nine years, and you know I couldn't. Yeah, just some of the ridiculous things that I've been done and been asked to do. 
all in the name of high performance, <laughs> yeah. quote unquote. The peptides it's, in the uh, back of the car park. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. Yeah. Uh, nothing incriminating. Yeah. Well, the main stuff is obviously like diet, exercise, meditation, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But like what's the sort of wackiest yeah. stuff that you've There's got? lots of stuff around um, recovery, like mm. quote unquote recovery. And like um, that seems to be this big trend now. When I started, it was probably more just around elite sport. But now it seems like, you know, your weekend warrior, everyone who goes to the gym now – focuses on recovery and has their own thing. So some of the just random things like cryotherapies become really big. So is that like an ice bath or is that like the- It's the the room. It's basically you walk in to a room that's like minus whatever it is, 100 degrees. Like it's really cold. It's like a freezer, freezer. And you're- You're in your jocks. Yeah, right. And you've got some mittens on your hands (gasps) and some earmuffs. And you walk in there, you're there for 90 seconds, you go out for another minute, and then you go in again for another 90 seconds. And that's it. And I've done it. And yeah. they made us do it one year. And honestly, you just get cold for a minute. <laughs> right. And then you warm up, and then you that's it. And no difference that you Supp- can tell. Well, supposedly it's something about your core body temperature and something about your sleep or your recovery. I don't I don't know what the science is. <laughs> Interesting. But okay. It's walking into a fridge and walking out. <laughs> Freezer, I feel yeah, probably between when you started and now, I feel like even just the ice baths have become fairly standard. Yes. Do you have ice baths in yeah, the changes? We do. Actually it's it's kind of almost gone the other way where I think the evidence around ice baths is there's a bit of contention in the oh, scientific really? community where it's not that it's a bad thing. I think it's it's and obviously certain um injuries or whatever, mm. ice is always gonna help. But I think mm. in terms of the the recovery as a recovery modality, I think it's it's mostly around how it makes you feel. Um, right. And so gone are the days of fortunately of us standing out in <laughs> St Kilda Beach at you know seven a.m. on a Saturday morning in the ten degree cold of Melbourne winter. Yeah. Fortunately, everyone catching a cold and getting the flu. <laughs> the news loved it though. I felt like every Sunday, <laughs> yes. there was like Channel Seven News was out there filming. All the players, dudes going in their into, budgies, yeah, just freezing, holding their jackets yeah, up over their bellies. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I haven't seen it on the news as no. often. I feel like well, teams don't do it anymore. No, I, I agree. I feel <laughs> yeah. like it's because you got the ice baths in the change room. Exactly. The news exactly. must be kicking themselves. Behind closed doors. About the the mechanics of an ice bath, having never done one before, is it just it's just like a bathtub, right? And then someone's there with what, like a bag of service station ice, and uh, they cut open, and then. Some, when if we play if we play a, a match somewhere uh-huh. sort of interstate or somewhere in the country, sometimes yeah. we play like community matches. Sure. Then it's literally a, a garbage bin with some oh. what, what you're saying, some Seven Eleven ice chucked in there. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, we're a bit more uh, we're a bit more high tech, yeah, Collingwood. Yeah, yeah right. we've got a sort of it's like a pool and there's a hot spa oh, okay, and then right. there's sort of a cold oh, okay. spa as well so it's a little bit more advanced <laughs> 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 but I mean cold water's cold water right yeah, so yeah, the, like, the effect I've, is the same I've, um, you know I've, I've done that before we, we tried once when we were I was like 19 we tried to make my friend's pool cold like yeah. he had a, a, a whole suburban pool. pool and we just like jammed it full of ice how much home. ice we spent like 200 bucks on ice yeah, it's wow. like so many but we did we, we, someone was just doing laps to the servo right and then we, we bought out all the ice from one server and had to go to the next one huh. we're just dumping it in his pool Totally fucked his pool. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, totally. Pools aren't designed to get cold. I think it had something to do with the chemicals that were in there. Um, They're nested up. Anyway, so yeah. if you're listening at home, you want to do that to just you a suburban pool. So much pools. pool experimentation, didn't you? Because you also did the well, blue up in the food sh- diet. Yeah, it's growing up in the Shire. It's just it's pool uh, culture. You know, there's yeah. no actual culture, so it's just pools. <laughs> well, there's the racism. That's true. That's true. There's, there's the innate racism and pools. It's uh, you know, give and take. That's nice. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we're. Oh, I'm excited about that so you've you've done cryotherapy you've yes. done ice baths 
you've what is the because I the other probably the big part is uh, you touched on it, Michael, is that is the mental side. You probably mm. you know football in the nineties or whatever it was run hard, have a beer, yeah. And smoke then, some darts at half time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like there is a lot more... Sports psychology. Sports psychology. Mm, almost no. an Eastern the yeah. sort of spirituality coming into sport. Yeah. As I guess there is in like business and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It's a, it's definitely a big trend. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the team as well. Mm. So the team psychology, things yeah. around like, oh, you know, your right. team identity and sure. how we want to When someone makes a mistake, behave. how do we all treat that person? Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, the sort yeah. of psychological safety is really important, mm-hmm. especially in football because, you know, the guys come in and they're 18 years old. So making yeah, an environment where people feel yeah. welcome and like they can do the high-pressure job is, is half the battle at times. So it's a yeah. lot around that and a lot around dealing with – pressure and having mm. to execute a really complex task in front of tens of thousands of people yeah. um, with lots of adrenaline running through your brain and lots of um, distractions. So talking through some strategies for that has been really helpful. And I think mm. that's been the big difference is just talking about it. It's just yeah. saying, you know, being open with your teammates around mm. what it's like to to run out there and have to try and do this job mm. in front of so many people. It's and such so, a... Like, I mean, I'm sure you would get this moment all the time where you just reflect on what you do for a living and how absurd it is mm. and feel that it's like a, I don't know, like, yeah. like you must feel crazy. We totally. do that. Like, yeah. Uh, like, as people who talk for a living yeah. in front of large, large amounts of people yeah. and then occasionally perform in front of yeah. quite large amounts of people. I mean, not MCG styles, though. No, no, no. We've never done 100K. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, that's true. But it is, we often go like, this is such a weird job. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, all the time. How do you we stay grounded all the time. through that, though? It's really, it's, yeah, it can be hard at times, especially in Melbourne. Like, oh, yeah. this city's just crazy. obsessed with football. Mm, yeah. um, but no, it's crazy. When you get home, from a game, um, just that feeling of total. Because, like, for two hours, you've just had even just the noise. So, your ears completely overloaded, yeah. um, your mind, your eyes, like the really, really bright lights of the MCG. Um, not to mention just the exertion, like, you know, sure. 12 to 14 yeah. kilometers of really high intensity exercise, including contact that you've taken with your body. So your body's really feeling exhausted. Your mind is yeah. completely wired. You got to do an ice bath. You got to do ice baths <laughs> after. You got to speak to the media mm. afterwards, which has its own yeah. um, level of anxiety to... attached of to it. Of so... They'll ask you the most unanswerable questions, like, <laughs> "Good game tonight." Yeah, and you're like, I was going to say, even a, question. a question. A question is, is uh, you feel uh, lucky when you get it. Actually, oh my question. god, I, I say this with all respect to anyone who works in sports media. <laughs> if you're going to ask a question, ask a fucking question. <laughs> As a viewer, it drives me fucking crazy. Huntless, like, great game. You're like, uh, what a question. At least give it inflection. All right. Well, before anyway, Lewis um, sort of sends himself <laughs> into a spiral, yeah, yeah, let's get is, let's get pet grave. Let's get back into the podcast, which is oh, yeah, sure. the silver bullet. <laughs> yes. So, Darcy, what is your silver bullet that you've brought for us today? My silver bullet is uh, replacing uh, your first morning coffee with a warm bone broth. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Yes. So this is th- this has caused some controversy in recent months. Yes, uh, true. I, I believe Gwyneth Paltrow sort of kind of was harping on about it for a bit. Well, I think that with her, it was like, she's her and Pete Evans, mm. and they're like all bone broth. <laughs> like nothing all, but broth. Nothing but broth. Right. If I had known that I was going to be associated <laughs> with Pete <laughs> Evans. I, look, I think, I, I, yeah, we're not dragging you into that category. I think, you know, so the, if you go yeah. all anything, mm. it's it's mm. no good. So you're mm. not you're not every meal broth. No. You're just in the morning. 
I'm also like disclaimer, not really into these sort of gimmicky of silver bullet style things. Course, so sure. it's a bit ironic that no, I'm on this podcast, but yeah. no, that's okay. I think it started for me. It started as a um, I had an Achilles injury mm-hmm. for a couple of years, which is obviously a tendon in your in your behind your foot, and you know there was a bit of a kind of it can't hurt to sort sure. of mm-hmm. regularly have bone broth because it's supposed to be good, have benefits for Does connective it? tissue and stuff like that. So how long have you been doing it? Probably a couple of years, maybe okay. two or three years. And mm. does it matter what animal the bones are from? Uh, I don't, I'm not as well versed on that. I do mix between chicken and beef. Okay. So okay. Um, I do interchange between them and I mostly do the powdered form. Uh-huh. So you can get some powdered form and so you just add hot water. So it's kind of like just having, like I said, having a coffee in the morning. Yeah. And it was also partly to, um, cut down on coffee when I first wake up just to sort of see um, with training. Obviously we train five or six times a week and yeah. two of those sessions are pretty intense. So um, a lot of those, yeah, just around my energy levels as the day goes on because right. we have to train in the morning, okay. have lunch and then train again in the afternoon. I was finding myself crashing a lot in the afternoon and so having naps. minimizing the caffeine intake in the morning. Yeah, or at least until a, a bit later. Uh-huh. Yeah, save uh-huh. the caffeine for later. So then I just sort of replace the ritual of... A warm morning coffee with ground up bones of <laughs> dead animals. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because it looked, I, 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 we've tried it, obviously. Yes. Um, and the one I, I tried, I don't know which one you tried, Higgins, mm. but I tried the powdered beef. Uh-huh. Um, I think probably the same one that you use, yep. which is, um, and just ordered it on like Amazon, arrived next day. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. And it looks like coffee. Because like, yep. I drink black coffee, it looks exactly the same. Yep. That's the end of the similarities, <laughs> for sure. Um, I think what I thought it would be is like, I don't know if you've ever had like Maggi noodles, like just the powder. <laughs> yeah. No? Not, okay. not just the powder, no. Well, but you know what I mean? I think like the difference sure. that you're having Maggi noodles and you're like, oh, dry, awful. Then you yeah, put yeah, the right. powder on and you're like, yeah. ooh, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Suddenly right, okay. I'm having these beautiful chicken magic noodles. So, yeah. Okay. So I was expecting, or maybe like once I looked at it, almost maybe like a packet miso soup. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so in my mind, it was, when I saw it there, it, it just looks like a, I just looked like a mug of, of black coffee. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But the smell of it mm. was pretty grim. Mm. Like I could smell, um, <laughs> it wasn't like the nice smell of, of like a roast beef. Mm-hmm. It was like. You cooked a roast beef like six hours ago, and the house still sort of smells yeah. like. Yeah, need the, to open a window. You need to open a window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's like, oh, you haven't cleaned the pans properly, and now yeah. it smells like old beef. Yeah, I wasn't loving that, um, <laughs> but also I wasn't loving the taste. If what I'm about, totally yeah, honest, yeah, I was going to say the, I get yeah. that a little bit in the aftertaste. Yes, do there's you? There's a bit of a sip it or do you chug it. Uh, I'm sipping it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like, it's a bit like, I'm the same with like fermented veg. It's like, you know, it's gross, mm. but you've had it for so long that you just sort of used to it and right. get okay. it down anyway. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing was, I was like, I'm not going to look up any of the supposed health benefits of this. Oh, you just want to see. I want to, I want to just try it. So I've been having it every day for a okay. week uh-huh. and I'm like, I just want to see what it does and then I'll say what it does, and then I'll look up whether or not that's what it is. Okay, right. so what do you think it did for you? So the first thing I noticed and um, is, in fact, the only thing I noticed really was um, it, it made me go to the toilet differently. <laughs> I don't know if how whether what? that was an experience that anyone else had. No In, pressure to answer. No, I, well, I'm going to interrogate you. But I, obviously. it was like... It did number one's or number two? Different Twos. 
Change change the texture of the twos. Would you say it's harder or softer? A little softer, I think. Yeah. Okay. And so that was my. I was like, oh. And then I realized that I I did see on the packet it said, you know, for gut health. This could loosen you up. Well, it didn't it didn't specify loosening me up. And not that I have a particularly tightening issue. (laughs) Not to get into it. I've never required a loosening. Are we analyzing your stools? Yeah. Well, this is unfortunately we are. (laughs) The the Bristol stool chart. What are we doing? Number one and number seven. That was to be honest. That was kind of the only noticeable thing that happened to me and well positive I, or negative i honestly don't Italy. know so then i look i was googling it today just before we okay. came in uh-huh. and people were like that is quite common uh-huh. and it you can really split it into two there are two kinds of websites that write about bone broth <laughs> sure there are the, the mayo clinic doing an analysis yeah there's like the cedar sinai clinic yeah, yeah. of like this is what it does for like cancer patents or whatever okay the, and then there's ones that are like very like blog spot, sure, uh, sure. Your Pete Evans, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of will really yeah. ground your chakras. And so, so yeah. half of those were like, well, yeah, you do some slightly weird shits because it's fixing your gut. It is healing your gut from right. the inside. Right. So a and week then, in, then are you still blasting them no, out? No, now it is sort of <laughs> normalized. It was only a day or two. Right. Okay. And then all the medical ones were like, well, it's just so full of sodium. It's so full of salt mm, that right. um, it like draws water out of your intestines. Well, how did you uh. then? Because the other thing that Darcy was talking about was the replacing caffeine. So how did you go with Genuinely, that? Genuinely, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up because that mm. was a, that. I actually think the thing I liked most about it. It's just a hot drink. Like yeah, it just sort of. Yep. It was just warm. It was mm-hmm, nice. Once mm-hmm. I got through the first one, which was quite a shock to the flavor, <laughs> yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this actually isn't very nice." Yeah. The second one, I knew what to expect, and the next day I had it in the morning as well. Yeah, and I was like prepared for the taste, and I just enjoyed having a hot, a warm mug and a yes. sip. Yeah, it's like the ritual of coffee is sort of what you miss yeah. if you're cutting mm-hmm. it out in the morning. Or and and honestly, I think I had one. I had a, one less coffee that day, and because we it was kind of coinciding with Hing and I finishing up on daily radio Mm -hmm. and I usually like start my year on one coffee and then like a a month in I start doing two and by where by the time we're like three or four months in I'm on three coffees a day yeah (laughs) um and so we just finished and I was trying to like get it back to two or one Mm -hmm. and I think bone broth helped me get from three to two interesting I can't I'm not going to get to one that's crazy but um, so far, I've actually been quite enjoying it. Okay. But how did you go? Because you don't eat meat. Yeah, well, oh, I try really? to minimize. I try and minimize the amount of meat that I eat. So the one I started with was vegetable broth because I thought I'll just do a broth. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, I don't me... think that's going to have the collagen. And no. Whatnot. Well, let me yeah. tell you, the vegetable broth. I could drink that all day. Love right. vegetable broth. Love vegetable broth. Mm-hmm. Huh. When I was a kid. Um, I guess it is a vegetable broth. My mum used to uh, boil carrots and broccoli and whatever, and we'd have just like very plain vegetables. And then she would um, pour out the water, I guess the broth, mm. from that into cups, and we'd drink that as well. So oh, this is my home territory, right? Interesting. Wow. So, and again, uh, mum is a doctor, but I don't know that this was like medically approved. She was like, it's good for you. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if yeah. it's a, uh, whatever. Yeah. You know, she's like all the nutrients. She's not prescribing it to her patients. Yeah, exactly. She was, it was more of a home remedy. <laughs> when thing. I was doing the quick medical Google, mm-hmm. no one says it's bad for you. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. no one out there saying, yes. like, people no, are like, yeah. look, it might be really good. It might just be fine. No one's saying mm. it's dangerous. Yeah. That's very much my yeah. philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Although, unless you... Nothing you but broth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, really bad. The, the problem, though... Is Lewis, you would know that my general coffee in the morning is a cold one. 
That's true. iced coffee. Yeah. This is because my mm. dentist told me I was, or she was like, drink coffee through a straw um, for like, you know, teeth, like vanity teeth issues, mm. whatever, like mm-hmm. to stop your teeth browning. Right. Uh, so I started doing iced coffees. And then that's been like, what, two, two or three years of me drinking iced yeah. coffees. Through a straw? Yeah, through a straw. Wow. And I've stopped, I've lost the ability to drink warm drinks now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will, I, I, I <laughs> kid you not. I think before, because I was drinking hot coffees every day, right? You haven't tried to drink anything warm in two years. Well, no, I have occasionally, but every time I do, not every time, but often, or soup is okay because you can cool it down quite, but coffee, (laughs) especially with the keep cups and whatever else, it's too warm. No, this this is an issue that no one talks about, right? Which is is that if you go... Donate now to the cause. Lose your... Michael coffee You lose your temperature fitness. Lost the... Temperature fitness. So you're drinking warm coffees every day, hot coffees every day. You would know about this with all the fitnesses you need to work on. This is the next big thing in football. (laughs) Now think about this, so my mouth is having an ice bath every morning, right? That's what my mouth is doing. You've got Wim Hof... Exactly, just between, just, the, just, just between the cheeks, right? And so then, I, if I occasionally do, like I'm sick and I drink a hot tea, yeah. I always scald my mouth. I always end up with like two or three days oh, you afterwards. You do have a sensitive mouth to heat. Always scalding my like that time, like the falafel. Yeah, yeah, you burn your mouth on falafel. I blew my mouth time. on a falafel recently. Right. Well, not Twice. Like years ago. Twice. So this and just, I never heard the end of it. <laughs> just <laughs> so this vegetable broth, I yeah. first sip, gone, scalded, right? And yep. I was like, oh god. Mm. So then I was like. Okay, I have to let it let it cool for a bit, mm-hmm. but I was chugging it down. Love vegetable broth. Okay. Then I thought, oh, this probably isn't the right thing to do. Mm. Even though I don't eat a lot of animal products or whatever, I'll just have a crack at the the bone broth. So then mm-hmm. I went down to the shop and got um, two things. I got the liquid one that you can just get, like in the soup bag kind mm-hmm. of thing. Oh yeah. And I got the powdered one. Mm-hmm. Stock or broth. You can oh, buy you can buy liquid broth. It said broth. Oh, did it? Okay. It said broth, but, but it because had of the because of the collagen yeah. in there, it goes like a. It's a strange. Yeah. It's almost like it's like jelly. Yeah. You scoop mm. it out, which again is feels weird as well. So yeah. then the directions on this packet were to add boiling water to it and stir okay. it around for a bit, right? Um, as a drink, or you can use it in a soup or whatever. Sure. I did a bit of that. <clears throat> so the next day, I tried that. Scald it again. Nightmare. <laughs> None of this has anything to do with the quality of the product. This is just your saying, ability there are be to use out, a cup. There are going to be people out there. There's who, not. There are going to be no. There are going to be people out there. There's not. Who are going to try and get in on this, and they're not going to be temperature fit, and they're going to burn their mouths. And I want to warn them about that. That's madness. <laughs> that is a mad thing to say. Day three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I I decided I, I had a new invention. Because oh, yeah. I didn't know Letting it was meant to be cool. <laughs> Waiting five minutes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what, patience. Because the the, the, the Lewis is correct. The 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 flavour and the um stench or the smell is quite mm. unctuous. Like it's quite full on. <laughs> unctuous. So, iced broth. That's where I'm at now. Oh, right. Because wow. the ice stops the steam coming out. Right. And then that stops all the smell, and then you can just. Like, you could just chug it, right? So you're having iced broth in the morning. By day three, I was on iced broths. <laughs> and it's, honestly, I think the best way to do it. It's the best way to do it. So what you do is, yeah. I'm doing I'm doing a bone broth, uh, beef or chicken. I'm trying both. Yep. And uh, you, boiling water, stir it around a bit, make sure it's all mixed up. You get that ready, right? Then go, go down, get a cup of ice, either from... For example, a cafe where you say, oh, can I just get some ice? Or you go down to, um, in my instance, the um, uh, hotel where we're staying and ask oh, them yeah. for a cup of ice. Yep. And they'll oblige. That's free. Great. You know? Uh-huh. Sometimes they even have an ice machine, Lewis. All right. right. Where's this back? going? 
Yeah. You pour the boiling into the ice, right? Stir that around and then just slam it back. It's like a shot at that point. Wow. You're just chugging it. Doesn't the ice just melt straight away? Well, you have to have a lot of ice. You've got to really pack it in. Right. You've got to really, okay. really pack huh. it in. Okay. So you're... How, you're making a shot of bone broth. You're only no, doing... no, no. It's like a cup, but then uh, the ice okay. cup they give you is bigger to uh, allow for the... Okay, right. Yeah, right. You're yeah, almost yeah. using like a Slurpee-sized cup. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a Macca's cup. Like a... a yeah. We're getting into way too much detail. Yeah. No one else is going to do this, so I don't know why you're bothering I think telling, I talking you through the recipe like, hey, everyone. I just think if you everyone are... jump on board. If you're used to iced drinks... This is a great way to introduce yourself to the broth, the world of broth, okay, without scalding your mouth, which sure. is what I did for a couple of days. Broth is so on. classically hot. Mm. That's I know, I know it's classically hot, but it doesn't have to be. We're only a pri- <laughs> we're only imprisoned by our imagination. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, right, right, right. <laughs> okay, champion. Okay. So, did I notice any health changes? Yeah, though? that's the big one. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> uh, except for the big one, which I think we've all touched on, which is no coffee in the morning. And that has been a game changer. Right. So, no. So, it did help you transition out of coffee. Yeah. So, that's mm. been pretty good. Um, I think uh, the last couple of days, because we've been traveling and running around, I have had a coffee like mid morning, mm. but no early morning coffee anymore. And um, I think that's probably been good for me. Because mm. I've, I've been trying to quit caffeine for, I don't know, four years. How long have we been doing yeah. this show? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you keep saying that. You've, yeah. As far as I can tell, you've actually made no progress. So, I think iced <laughs> broth could be the way for me to get off. Wow. Who would have thought? Yeah. It sounds disgusting to me, ice mm. broth. One of the issues is that the gelatin does congeal around the ice. Yeah. And that's... so you need to like really like chug yes. it quick. You've got to really chug <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. And then you sometimes you get the straw. This is gross. You get the straw and you're kind of like, you know, you're, oh, you're like slurping, slurping, up the gel- slurping collagen oh. and what gelatin or whatever off the ice bits. It's a, it is a bit snotty, to be honest. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, I think it's probably not... It's too early to tell if this will have long-term uh, good body effects for me. Hmm. Yeah, because one of the um, the vanity effects that is promised that I looked up is that because it is supposed to be filled with collagen. Mm. And this is like... We keep saying that it is. They're kind of not really sure that, right. that it actually is. Okay. Or that, you know... Whether or not that, or not that it, whether or not that actually transitions well, so to your collagen, because right. the the issue is, can your stomach absorb yes raw collagen and turn it into collagen? Is yeah, that like yeah, yeah. it's not like you eat a carrot and turn it into carrot? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> whether or not just eating yeah. something is they're not anyway. Again, they're not saying it doesn't. They're just not really. There's no yeah, evidence that yeah. it does that they can find. Yes, these these idiot scientists. <laughs> uh, you know, do your own research. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> It's always good to do your own research. Well, that's what the, this whole podcast is, the Do Your Own Research Project, and we do very minimal research. Um, but because Gwyneth's whole thing was that it's good for your skin, really, because the collagen's meant to be good for skin, it's meant oh, to yeah. re-plump your skin. Well, Darcy, you're glowing for a man who spends a lot of time in the sun. Yeah. Absolutely glowing. That's true. Lewis, I think your skin's pretty good. Thanks, man. I don't know if you it's know. improved, right. in a, but it's only been a week. Darcy, do you see yourself kind of sticking with the broth? You're a broth guy now? Um... Yeah, I'm a broth guy, but yeah. I mean, if I run out and I go without, it's not sure. keeping me up at night. Do you, you know? mm. so. When you go into state or whatever to play, do you take your broth no. with you? No, it's no. definitely not. A, it's definitely right. not a superstition or a ritual like okay. that. It's just uh, doing my grocery shopping. Yeah, I'll get a bit grab of broth. some. Yeah, yeah. Some broth. make yeah. it part of my morning routine. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. And have you like convinced anyone else to get on the broth train? I haven't. No, I'm not a. I'm not... Uh, not, a, not a van of no, no, I'm not. Um, 
And I'm sort of, I don't think I'll ever be like that because it really annoys me when people do that. They're yeah. like, oh, you had a coffee this morning. Like, you should really try and not. Oh, like, sure. Make sure. You, them, you feel yeah. like they're better than you. Basically, yeah. anyone who does Pilates. Sure, yeah. <laughs> They talk to you like they're better than you because they do Pilates. What is the wackiest thing you've been pitched, do you reckon, to help with your injury? Oh, the wackiest thing I've been pitched. Somewhat. Actually, the other day I got, I got asked with my injury, I got asked to... Um, to go to a at Vic Uni in mm. Footscray, they have an altitude hotel oh. where you sleep Hello. in an altitude room oh, like they, yeah. at a high altitude, and then you train oh. at sea level because apparently there's evidence around sleep high, train low. Like I, love that. Wise. I love that. So idea. I got offered to go to for my I'm a bit injured at the moment, and so I got offered to go and sleep in this Far hotel out. in Footscray, this now, on the Vic Uni campus for like a week. Is it? Actual altitude, or is it like pretend altitude? Like a hyperbaric chamber. There's not a mountain at Have they built like a single needle into the sky? <laughs> Willy Wonka up... in the glass elevator situation. <laughs> send you up Eureka Tower. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my goodness, that sounds incredible. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I believe, yeah, it's like a basically like... They I don't even know, air conditioning that something does probably. something to the air. Because they've know, got that so... the AIS, I think. Yeah. Um, for the... For the uh, for the whatever the snow athletes, the oh, winter yeah. athletes. It was yeah. definitely a that was the altitude thing was a fad in the AFL. Probably mm. again another probably oh. before I started 10, 15 years ago. Every yeah. team would spend hundreds of thousands of dollars flying over to the US or, or somewhere, then, yeah. yeah, to do training camps at altitude. Um, but then I think. I think the scientific wisdom was you get a really good adaptation, you get fitter quicker. You do, mm. you have to, so the idea is you do less training and you get fitter with less training, so it's easier on your body. Mm-hmm. Mm. But the thing is, that it only lasts a certain time once you return to yeah. sea level. It only yeah. lasts maybe a month. So we would, people were doing it at the start of preseason. Right. So by the time the season comes around, you've lost basically mm. all the adaptation, and yeah. the club's lost. And that's when you got two hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to send everyone over there. So never had a good time in Switzerland. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have. I've also. I've been sent to Germany once. I had one season. I had five hamstring injuries in one season. I went over to the um, chief doctor of the German national team, national right. soccer team. Oh. His name's Hans, Dr. Hans Müller-Wolfhardt. Oh my God. The most God. German name so German. <laughs> And he, he's treated like Usain Bolt, Paula Radcliffe, yeah, Bono right. from U2. Bono? Like what so injury does Bono He threw his back around? out. He no, threw his back out at a concert. I swear to God. So and I, because he had this, um, Hans had this wall of all this uh, like memorabilia. Celebrity. Yeah, no sort of a shoe of, of, from Usain and oh, all this stuff. And he had something of Bono's. I can't remember what it was. It might have been just a photo or <laughs> yeah. something. And I was like, did you treat Bono? And he said, yeah, he did it through his back out, stage diving. So he had no. to... Anyway, so I've seen him. That. He's supposedly the hamstring wizard of the world. So right. I mean, What did he do to your hamstring? Him. Did he get in there? He got in there, yeah. He was yeah. pretty amazing in the way he... He could basically, with his fingers, feel where my scar tissue was, which was pretty amazing. Like what? He, he didn't the hamstring under the yeah. Skin. He could sort of feel where my hamstrings were had been torn and where there was still a bit of scar oh, tissue, damn. which was pretty cool. And then, um, yeah, he does a, a sort of round of of treatments as well, sort of that um, only he's sort of the specialist in. Wow. So um, it was a pretty cool experience. But again, I haven't returned since and. It was it was a good experience to do it, but I yeah. unfortunately it wasn't the silver bullet. Bummer. Because <laughs> would you season like, two? We're heading to Germany. <laughs> oh, right. Honestly, well, I, I I do I I'm pretty interested in wacky sports doctors because I think 
Yes, who's the guy, the tennis player you love, who has yeah. a wacky sports doctor? So what's his get? What's jo- his name? Djokovic. Is it no oh, fuck. yeah. No. Oh, well, he has some other medical. I, I know. Say. Now, obviously, yeah, he has the he has the vaccine thing. But you know what? Like, I, and again, I'm so sorry to do this on a podcast, but look, I, I, if you are the fittest person in the entire world, yes, I am not defending his anti-vax stance. I'm pro-vaccine, whatever. Of course, but I sort of, if you're like. We don't. We put all sorts of shit into our bodies. What's right, one okay. more thing? You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a psycho with yeah, what he puts yeah, into his body, yeah, yeah. and I, I think he should, he should, he should get vaccinated. But I, you can understand. There's a part of me that understands brain, the mentality, the psychology of, of yeah, yeah. yeah. and because like Kelly Slater's is a bit the same. Like yeah. the thing, the the understanding they have of their body is so different to what I do, yeah. and not not that I, I think they're wrong <laughs> about <laughs> about this one particular thing, but I. I can see how they get there themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was wasn't he recently at a tournament wearing some sort of patch? Did you see this? He was no. wearing something stuck on his back that was it was something to do with like it was a metal. It was like a patch that you literally stick on with like stick, a band aid, and it was something about your blood, like alkalizing your blood. Oh, right. It was like the ultimate sort of Gwyneth Paltrow-esque thing. And he'd, he'd lifted up his shirt and he had this sort of patch stuck to it. Everyone's like, what's this patch that Novak's running with? I mean, he's, he's into all kinds of wacky <laughs> stuff. Well, this is it. Because yeah. the story with him is that he was, he was before he was number one, when he was like, he was in the top 30, couldn't quite crack and he was doing fine. This like Serbian doctor saw him like getting tired or whatever <laughs> at the end of the fifth set. And he's like, he's like, get me in touch with Novak. And just through like Serbian connections, he he called a few people and who ended up knowing Novak, and they got in touch. And they yeah. were like, he's like, you've got to stop eating eggplant. You're like you got, it's like you've got to stop eating these like nightshade vegetables or whatever. Wow. And Novak's like, uh, sure, I'll give it a go. And within like a year. Of listening to this wacky Serbian doctor's advice, he'd gone from number thirty to number one in the world, <laughs> and now he's a total psycho with what he puts into his body because he was like, it was the eggplant holding me back. Wow, but he's a bad. Who knew? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's also like, um, like Tom Brady's the same, right? He's got the yeah, Brady diet where he's like, I think he's technically vegan, but then he also is interested in like the acid counts in his body and stuff, of course, and all that but, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. like and you can uh, imagine, you're at the top of your game, you know. And what I'm saying is, Darcy, real. you need to get wacky, all right? <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> Well, interesting, quite well respected, and you've, yeah. you've done a lot in the <laughs> AFL, but I really think you could go totally crazy. <laughs> well, let's bring it back to the silver bullet. Mm, Lewis, yeah. uh, what is your rating of mm. bone broth instead of coffee of a morning? Is a silver bullet for you? Honestly, I would, I would give it a bronze. A bronze, it's a bronze mm, bullet. It's okay. not quite silver. It obviously hasn't fixed everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to keep going for a while. Uh-huh. Um, and see if it makes me, you know, mm-hmm. glowing. Yep. If it fixes okay. the skin, you know, if it fixes the gut. I, but no, genuinely, like, I drink too much coffee. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. And particularly now that my sleep schedule has got a child involved, it is... Sorry, it's because you have a baby, not because <laughs> not because there's just, like, a child who is yeah, running yeah, yeah. around. <laughs> there's a young boy who yells at my who window every Who haunts my morning. dreams. Yeah, right. <laughs> he goes, yeah, so it's Christmas. <laughs> uh, get out of here, Timmy. Um, uh, no, our, our daughter is um, unpredictable with sleep, so mm-hmm. I'm... I'm Adding even more coffee to my diet, if anything. Yeah. So I don't think I think I still need my morning coffee, but I'm trying to. I think I might replace the either the mid morning or afternoon with a bone broth mm-hmm. and see how I go. But I'm mm-hmm. going to try chicken because mm-hmm. I'm sticking to yeah. beef. Yeah. And it 
It isn't nice. <laughs> it isn't a nice flavour. Can you also try Maggi Noodles yeah. flavour sachet? <laughs> just, just see how that goes. Just get stuck in MSG, see if that's... Yeah. Because um, I did actually, yeah, really quickly, I did wonder mm. if with all the sodium, if it was like a Gatorade for you. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't actually know that about the sodium content mm. of it. So sometimes I actually do add salt to it as well. So it's oh, probably, you add salt? It's probably not a great thing. <laughs> Blood pressure through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I think it was, I would say similar. I would say uh, bronze bullet, but mm. mostly because it uh, because it's not a coffee. Yeah. And I think um, I've become so reliant on a caffeine hit at you know 8.30 and then again at 11 or whatever. Mm. Um, that it's really good to to separate from that and and a good ritual to be a part of. Now, obviously, the ice broth <laughs> gelatin sort of snot slurp that I'm doing isn't for everyone. <laughs> I don't think it should be for you. <laughs> but I think um I think I, I think I'll keep going with it just until I run out of broth, and we'll see, mm. we'll see yeah we'll see. But I'm I'm enjoying. It. I haven't had any. Bowel situations mm. different. I worried that I'd be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I worried that I'd be left alone, and, uh, and I have been. So uh, I'm glad I shared that with you all. So this is a yeah. This is for me is a, is a bronze bullet with more study to be done. Mm. Um, but it hasn't. I'm, I'm still as broken as I ever was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Darcy Moore, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate your time. And uh, and uh, well, you haven't necessarily fixed us, but you've helped us. Okay. Okay. And that's positive. Yes. Great. And also, it's Great not your hear. job to fix it. So, you know, don't worry about it. No worries, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please follow it on the ABC Listen app or wherever you are listening to it. Uh, you can hear all the old episodes as well with people like Tom Carty, Becky Lucas, and oh, who else is good that we've tried to? Abby Chatfield. Sure. It was a great one as well. Um, also, if you want to watch us and um, I guess just see the physical difference between Lewis and I and also Darcy Moore, captain <laughs> of the Collingwood Football Club, feel free to uh, watch it on YouTube where uh, you'll be able to... Um, Really, really just see how different we are as people. <laughs> mm. uh, if you also have uh, a silver bullet you'd like to recommend, our email address is silverbullet at abc.net.au. We'll catch you next week. Roy and HG. This has got to do with medicinal cannabis. Oh, yes. Studies in the US with NFL and NHL have shown that cannabinoid medicine is neuroprotective. Wow. Neuroprotective. The suggestion is, as you gather, is yeah. that it forms a... Forms a coating, a protective coating co- around, around your neurons. Yeah, so they don't wow. get bashed up. But so when the neurons bump against each other, they've got this buffer. Yeah, that's right. There's a buffer. buffer. <laughs> <laughs> that's unreal. Whoa. Is your understanding, the research, is that all players yeah. should be, have a log before they it run out. It sounds like the bong would be brought in. To the rooms. To the rooms maybe 20, 20 minutes Mr. before kickoff. Yeah. And Righto, boys. Round you get. Someone would come in with a bucket of mull, <laughs> pour it in, and off you go. I mean, it's going to create some weird, weird rugby, rugby league. league. <laughs> Bludging on the blind side on ABC Radio and the ABC Listen app. Just search Bludge.